And now, the greatest sports talk radio show going today. That's right, Blow the Whistle. With your host, Tyler Butterball Buterball. Lonzo Ball, he's one heck of a playmaker. And he's going to set these guys up open. He's going to set up Levine. Now DeRozan, Vooch. He's going to be able to set these guys open. And last year, 37.8% from three-point. That's pretty darn good. And David Double D Dykstra. Texas will be lucky to be 500. Oklahoma will be lucky to get out of there with no more than three losses. Like, they're, they're going into conferences where they're going to get shellacked. Andrew Pepe Valentin. This is... The biggest scar on the Blackhawks, on hockey, on the NHL, you could possibly think of. This was a conspiracy theory that is true. This is this was a this was a conspiracy to cover up the fact that this monster was allowed to inflict his his will on this young man and use his power as a coach. Hit us up on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E One. And now here's Tyler, Andrew, and David. That's right. This is Blow the Whistle, and you guys already know who we are, David. I started with you. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's all right. I'm I'm okay with you that. You're so close, man. I know. It's, it's all good. It's all good. We're Not all thrown off because this isn't our usual date. We can't use that excuse. TGIF, though. baby. TGIF. Even though we work <laughs> all weekend and weekend, <laughs> all weekend. But well, as with some you, of us I'm, work all weekend. Some of us. Some of us just got off of work, by the way. <laughs> have not slept since 10 o'clock last night, and yes. I didn't even get to sleep anyway, so. Give, his, his name today is Mr. Siesta. Mr. Siesta. Yes. <laughs> I fell asleep against the wall today, so. Give give uh, give Mr. Siesta a benefit of the doubt. He worked all night last night, and we let him take a nap earlier today. <laughs> so, it's been a rough one, it's but all right. here. We're still going to have a great show. I'm actually in my uniform. <laughs> he actually is. He's got his badge not and everything. This is, this is a day that I wish we were streaming live on Instagram, so everybody. We'll get a picture it. for everybody to see. We'll get a picture. We'll yeah, we'll get one our, out there. We'll post our social media, which is, by the way, at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One below W T W H I S T L E One. That was really fast. There you go. I had a big, large. Somebody's hopped up on the caffeine. A whole monster, like God. So, Both of these guys are going to be like talking super fast. I'm going to be like, slow down. We're going to get through the whole segment in like We're, we're going to be all cracked out on caffeine today. <laughs> But we have a great show. Uh, first, as always, welcome uh, our current listeners from Sports Town Chicago and from our Under the Hood podcast listeners, new and uh, reoccurring. Former, reoccurring. 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 I like that word, reoccurring. reoccurring. Yeah, I like it. We still have a great show for you today. We're only going to do an hour today as I know I knew we were always busy with Blow the Whistle, but guys, we have a... we. We're busy with everything else. Outside, so, outside, outside has gotten a little hectic. Oh yeah, there's no such thing as days off for us. No. <laughs> Still a great show. We're gonna talk. We're gonna start it off talking a little bit about the combine, brush it up, and then talk about the little quarterback carousel that's going around. We're gonna go into talking about the the Bulls. Go into the greatest segment of them all. You're killing me, Smalls. And then we're gonna end it off with a little bit of a NBA. So, boys, are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Come on, 
are ready for the NFL Combine. And uh, we're ready for a lot. There's Since a lot. She never made the cheerleading team. I, I know. And, and you know what's even sadder? Did you hear what he said when I was putting it into? I know. I heard him. It's, it's, Where'd you find that? Yeah. That's hilarious. wrong with you? It's, I know. This is the how, how have you never seen that movie? Listen, that is no. What's the that movie? Is your, that is your homework for the weekend. I know he doesn't know what movie it is. No, I don't. It's also part of uh, the the opening to the updates. It's true. It is. Wow. Yeah. It was actually. I'm. I believe it was on your top five when we talked football movies. Yeah, if I'm it's not mistaken. in my top five of football movies of all time. I remember you saying it. I don't remember the name. Replacements. And I Replacements. The replacements. That's right. I remember you talking I'm about it. I'm telling you I've right now, that is your job. Shane Falk. That is man. your job. All right. Come on. <laughs> Best left hander in the game. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, just to start it off real quick, we're going to brush up on the combine, boys. And uh, question, real job, basic in general to you. Who so far has impressed you guys in these early days of the combine and to our listeners? So guys, let us give us your guys' thoughts on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at blow T whistle one. Um, David, who has anyone so far really stood out to you in the combine? I don't put a lot of stock in the combine. If you want me to be very, <laughs> very honest about it. Uh, they're numbers. Yeah. Are they tangible all the time? Absolutely not. I mean, look at Mac Jones. Look at Tom Brady. Right. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's going to be ones that slip through the cracks and don't, don't get the fair assessment that they should. I, I Listen, you can, and you brought it up earlier today, and I absolutely, he's like, Andrew looks at me and goes, did you see what a law they ran? And I was like, Psh. That's nothing. Yeah. I, uh, it, <laughs> speed. It, listen, and, and that's great. He's got great speed. I still don't think he's got the best hands of the out of the receivers that are coming out. And that, and that to me is more important than anything else. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I don't disagree with you on there. I don't say he's the best in the draft, but I mean, I would consider him top three. Top three wide receivers coming out in the draft? Heck no. No? No, he'll be lucky to be drafted in the first round. Oh, I don't see him as a first round. Uh, I'll say this. For the for when it comes to the combine, these are a bunch of workouts that, yep. at yeah. the end of the day, the, I mean, only the things like throwing to the wide receivers, the wide receivers going through their drills of running through routes, things like that, that's what actually counts. The 40 time, so what? The guy, what's his name? Thornton or whatever it is. Ty, from, Tywan Thompson? Yeah, Thompson. Oh, from Baylor, yeah. From Baylor. So what? He runs a 4-2-1 on an unofficial time. Big deal. Like, yeah. a lot of guys can run really fast in the league. Go for track if that's what you're aiming for at this right. point in time. Like, that's that, that's that whole stance. That's a track stance. This is the NFL. If you can't run the routes, you're gonna you're you're not getting the, the opportunity. The reason, <clears throat> I'll say this, for Chris Olave, Top five wide receiver probably in this draft. Uh, probably will go in the first round just because, one, he went to Ohio State. He was pretty impressive. The numbers are there. He does have good hands. He's not the best hands in the in the draft, but he's going to get an opportunity because, I mean, he's he's got the skill set. You know, it, but he just, he just can't jump high. That's the biggest thing. I mean, this whole draft, too, by the way, is a mixed bag, right? There's a handful of guys at the top that are going to like make your team that much better, right? Hutchinson, Neal, 
you know, a few other guys like uh, Hamilton that are instant impact players. The rest of these guys, you're going in as like a slot receiver, a backup quarterback, uh, you know, potential starting offensive lineman. You're going to have to be competition, essentially. Uh, I'll say this, at least for the draft, because quarterback obviously is always kind of the money thing. I think Malik Willis right now has proved he's the top quarterback in this draft. Yeah, he's looking. And that's scary to me. That yeah. I, that is scary to me, just because like, <laughs> tangibles are tangibles, arm strength, what have you, right. athleticism. But he hasn't played against the elite. No, he and hasn't. that's the thing. I kind of I nearly forgot about him being in this draft class because he came from Liberty, right? And so Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> and but so Every that's time. that's why I would say he kind of sh- uh, grabbed my attention more because I never I kind of forget that he. Was around. Everybody does. And he did, and the thing that's been going around his his huge, deep, accurate pass. If you look at his numbers, he has been one of the most versatile players, not just quarterbacks, players in college football. I mean, and nobody thinks about Liberty, but the, le, two years ago, they were on a run. They were. He like, had like over 800 rushing yards. I yeah, think. 800 yeah. rushing yards, 12 rushing touchdowns, and 20 passing touchdowns and five interceptions two years ago. Liberty was 11-1 and one and ranked, I believe, 20th in the nation at their highest point. This kid can play, okay? We know that from these small schools, we can find you can find the diamonds in the rough, right? Is Jimmy G a great quarterback? No, but he's a good enough quarterback, and he wins, right? Is Carson Wentz a great quarterback? No, but he's able to find a way to get you the win every now and then. I mean, he's had his struggles, yeah, but he comes from North Dakota State. I know it's a powerhouse, but still, it's a small school. You don't expect much from it. And you bringing up Jimmy G and Carson Wentz, I want to transition real quick. Unbelievably to- great transition. Nice job, was, Andrew. I got you. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> so I was like, because I was wanting to cut it to it uh, real soon, but yeah. I'm like, damn, that was cool. A uh, lot of rumors going around with a lot of these big-name quarterbacks. Jimmy G, Rodgers, Wilson, Wentz, Malik Willis, one of them, and it even it's been he's been trending for, on Twitter lately, <laughs> is Mitch Trubisky. So a question to you guys and to our listeners. Where do you see some of these quarterbacks moving off to? And uh, David showed me a post that was very and, interesting. And I like that post. I, I like really it. really like that post right because now, I think it's really spot on, actually. Right now, it does sound like Aaron Rodgers is staying put in Green yeah. Bay. And, and can I just say right now, for all the Green Bay fans that may be listening to us right now, He's about to bury your franchise for the next oh, 10 yeah, good, to 15 good, years. Good luck. <laughs> 10 to 15 if years. The, I don't know how if it, if the 50 million thing is true then good luck winning. I mean, he, you're about to cut like half that roster then. Yeah, they're take, all they're taking all the money. Somebody's taking a reduction. Like yeah, Kenny Clark already had to. Don't tell me Bakhtiari is going to be like, "I just got paid. You want me to take less?" Right. I I even Aaron even for Aaron Rodgers, I'd be like, "No, I got to protect him." You pay for the insurance, man. You, come this on. This is where it confuses me about Rodgers because he's complained that he's got like no help right. over on the offense, but yet he's wanted to take this massive, like probably massive contract that they said it's going to make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, there's not going to be any money left over for uh, the Packers to pick up any help for him. So I mean, I don't know if he, with David saying that he's just totally just burning this. Uh, oh, he's going to bury this the, franchise the Packers to the oh, ground. Yeah. He's he going to. They're going to franchise tag Devontae, and they're going to sign Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to have nothing else. No. Yeah. Um, no, but I'll, he'll, I'll say this real quick for these quarterbacks. I think Jimmy G, I still think his best bet is Cleveland. 
Great it's offensive not, line. It's not going to happen. It's Cleveland's not, already come out and said, said that they want Baker Mayfield. They're, they're going with Baker Mayfield. If, I know what you want, but if, here's here's what here's what the ESPN one said. Yeah. Uh Jimmy G to Pittsburgh. That's believable. I, I, could, I could and, see and, and you like know that. what? And I don't not like that. The, I don't the, love the, it. I don't like. I mean, yeah. listen. I don't love it, but I don't. What Pittsburgh don't should it. do is trade for him, draft a rookie quarterback, maybe not the first round, but get somebody who can be the potential future behind him and have him learn and invest in the offensive line. That's how that team gets better. Because at this point, Pittsburgh's team overall is good. The one place they have to fix right now is quarterback. So instead of trying to like throw money to the wind and try and throw all these draft picks, which they don't have all the draft capital or the prospects to get like Russell Wilson or anything, draft a young quarterback, get Jimmy G for cheap, have him learn underneath him for a year, and have a competition, see what happens. Maybe even the rookie quarterback beats him out, but then you have insurance at that point. The one that I really like out of that list is, you guys might call me crazy, uh, I like the Mitch Trubisky to Indianapolis. I don't like that. I I don't. Why don't you like yeah. that? I, I I I'm I'm asking because I want to know. <laughs> Basically, Obviously, no, because I'm with I'm with Tyler. Yeah, you go. I you go, this. and then I'm going to say. No, it's fine. So obviously, yeah, you're handing the ball off a lot to Jonathan Taylor. That's great and all, but you have to at some point air that ball out. You have to be able to get Michael Pittman in the game. I know that they don't have an elite receiving core, but you do have a receiver that could be elite. You have to get a special arm talent in there. Now, yeah, Carson Wentz is a special arm talent, but his problem is he can't stay healthy, and also he's you know has his own issues with vaccinations and all that whatnot stuff. But nevertheless, I think you need to have a far vaster, more improved, and veteran quarterback in that position. Mitch is fine. Mitchell work for small bouts here and there, but to compete in that division and I think stay in, in front of things because right now they have an easy route to win that division. You need somebody who can be more on top of things. Jimmy Garoppolo might actually be somebody I think that could even fit there because if anything, I think- he can at least throw a bit more of a deep ball than than Trubisky can, so it gives Michael Michael Pittman a chance to actually stretch the field more. I think I think Jimmy G would be a great fit in Indy as well. But I also don't necessarily not like Mitchell Trubisky there either. That being said, I think Indy's going to go out and get another wide receiver in the draft. I also believe uh, they're they're going to ram things up a little. <laughs> ram, um, <laughs> pump things up a little bit. Yeah. The other one was for that to happen though. Carson Wentz then becomes the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders. I could see that. I see either that or Denver, maybe. Uh, they have Malik Willis going to Denver. I, they're probably going to draft a quarterback because at this point, Denver probably just wants to get a fresh face in there and start building with Jerry Judy and all that. But, you know, I could see Carson, wide, Wentz, Carson Wentz to Washington that, makes a lot of sense. For me, that's the most underrated wide receiver core in all of NFL right now because they've been injured. Right. When that wide receiver core for Denver is healthy, you've got Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, uh, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. I like they are they Portland Sutton, Noah Font, and now Javante Williams is obviously a great two way back. I, they're a good team. They just got to work on the offensive line, and they need they need like a somebody that can take command of that team. Also, and they I, need them, they need to stay healthy. Right. Let's see why I like Trubisky over to Indy. Me personally, I think it's 
Def, a little bit of an upgrade than Carson Wentz because I mean, you got a more. <laughs> wow, that's that saying old That is saying a lot about Carson Wentz. Listen, but listen, I don't know. I don't necessarily disagree with that, especially with the things that are coming out of Buffalo about how professional Trubisky was and how I much he so granted in, it was against in the, Buffalo. Granted, against it was in the preseason, but he 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 played not bad. Like, was not the usual Trubisky that we saw in that preseason game he was in the wrong system in Chicago that's my thing I that's why I was saying I've said it all before that I could see Trubisky gonna go somewhere and be a starting quarterback I knew he was not in the right place in Chicago I think him moving over to Indy would be a much better fit for him and I think that I I mean the receiver core is not like the greatest there but I mean with what they got, I think Trubisky fits really well over there. And, and can we just say right off not the, injury prone? Like right Wentz. off, right off the bat, how bad is it that the coach that fought for you is now ready to get rid of you after a year of dealing with you in Indianapolis? Well, Chris Ballard certainly is the one that's been most vocal about it. Frank Wright really has kind of been like neither here nor there on that. So it's not a matter of him saying like, oh, forget this guy. It's really just he's kind of sitting silent. He's answering what questions he has to, giving the blank statements. I Listen, I, I'm not saying Trubisky can't be a starter, but if you're – listen, the Colts were on the verge of possibly being a very strong playoff team before the wheels fell off, right? I don't feel like the guy who just carried a clipboard for Josh Allen is going to be enough. I'm sorry. He didn't get any playing time. He doesn't have the arm. I still question if he even has the learning capabilities of being an NFL quarterback. Buffalo can say whatever they want, but even if you're if you're nice enough to your boss, he'll give you a good recommendation, right? Even if you're not the best employee, if you're nice enough to him, they'll even say positive things about you from time to time. Here's the most intriguing thing, and this is the, this is the last thing I have to say. Coming out of the combine <laughs> and the quarterbacks working out, a lot, a lot of the the higher ups in in all the organizations go. You know, Mitchell Trubisky isn't looking bad for a starting quarterback. That should tell you all you need to know about this quarterback class coming into the Still draft. Trust yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, boys, that wraps up our NFL talk for today. Coming up, the Bulls are looking for a revenge win tonight, but Thompson is looking for payback. Stick around to hear what we're talking about next on Blow the Whistle. You know we have to wait until that, that hits. Oh, absolutely. We'll always have to wait till that hits. Gotta wait for the drop, baby. It's <laughs> oh, great song. <laughs> Welcome back to Blow the Whistle. Still here with you is Tyler Buterbaugh and Andrew Valentin. And David is now coming back in. Oh, my coffee. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> ben doesn't need to know I had my coffee in the studio. No coffee. He was oh. kidding. What are you talking about? Coffee. What are you talking <laughs> about? I'm talking about coffee Coburn. Wow. <laughs> coffee Coburn. <laughs> oh, please, somebody out there, give Kofi Coburn a deal like that. Please. Coffee I want to see him doing a coffee commercial. Kofi now. Coffee. Yes. You absolutely. know what's funny? I heard. Um, oh, 
I heard about this. You know the artist Papa Roach? Yes. He has a coffee uh, coffee Does ground. Does he really? Guess what it's called? Papa Roast. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> Papa Roast? I heard about this on uh, one of the shows I work on, BetQL, Bet Nation. great. And he was work. I guess, because the, the host, uh, his name's Kevin Kennedy. Yeah. And he does, uh, or Kevin Kenny. I can't remember it. But... Uh, he does a lot of stuff with MTV, and he was with uh, Papa Roach. <laughs> he was talking about how he's got a coffee called Papa Roast. I love that. I may, like, I may just have to get that just to have it. Great now. marketing, absolutely. I mean, that, it's probably uh, expensive as hell for a oh yeah a, a thing of coffee grounds, but uh, I don't care now. I want it. I'm, right? I'm gonna get it. Now. I just want to get it because I'm like, yeah, I could get a good old cup of Papa Roast. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I love it. Oh my god. All right, so we're talking bulls. Look at this guy. Hey, come hey. here. Come in here. Hold on. Folks, come one. in here. We, we got a special guest special coming guest into the, coming in. Our number one fan over here. I'm King B-Mac, what's going on? There he We're is. We're just about to talk bulls, too. You want to you wanna pop on with us for a little bit? Yeah, all right. Come on over here. All right. right. Come come on over right. Here. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, King B-Mac is in the building with us. Oh, number hell one yeah. fan <laughs> of Blow the Whistle. Good. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, look at him looking all suave and dead. This is the greatest tease for a guest because it teased us too. <laughs> so what are we? We're talking bulls right now. Yeah, and <laughs> what, what what about the bulls? Are we talking about so Tristan wa- Thompson? I want to start off with hands talking about Tristan Thompson. So my qu- my quick question to you guys, and obviously to BMAC since he spontaneously joined us today, which is amazing. Right? Uh, do you guys expect the Bulls to retaliate after Grayson Allen? Grayson Allen's Dirty play the last time the the, the Bulls played the Bucks. Give us let us you, what you guys think on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. B Mac, I'm gonna start off with you since you came in here. Oh, I can go first. Yeah, 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 man, yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, I think uh, I don't think they are. Okay, okay. Judging by what they did when it happened and nobody responded, I don't see them doing it this time. Now. Obviously, Tristan is the wild card in this because mm-hmm. he wasn't there and he's already talking trash. So, yeah, <laughs> you know what I love about it is that hard, hard screen. he wasn't even on the team at the time yeah. when that happened. And so him already having like the team's back on this whole because yeah. everyone knows how Grayson Allen is as a player. Oh, yeah. And just him coming in and saying that on the press. I actually had to clip that last night. Okay. <laughs> I was doing bulls highlights. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, you actually got kudos this morning from uh, Molly and Haw, too. Did I? Yeah, they 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 said kudos to you guys for all the clips that you do. Yeah, nice. Look at me. Look at you. <laughs> they didn't specifically say your name, but no, they, they said the highlight you, crew did you really were well. Included oh, in it that. was funny. Last night, Chuck Swirsky said uh, my name because like who's working on, and then Mitch texted me. He's like, I heard your name on the score. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know, it was so cool. <laughs> Dang it! All right, back on track. Yes, um, I'll, yeah. I'll say this for Tristan Thompson. I, I mean. The 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 fact that he's kind of like standing up as like the being kind of like the enforcer on the team at this point for this crew, I like that. I don't know. I don't. I agree with you, B Mac. I don't think they're, he's going to retaliate, but I think he's basically kind of puffing out his chest and being like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I'm the guardian of this team. Like, if I'm going to be the man that steps up, like if anything does happen, there is a chance I think that he will like at least put himself in between and be like, I'll fight for my team. I, it, it's but like you said, it is funny because I think about for those who remember uh, Batista, who used to play for the Toronto Blue Jays. Obviously, he hits the bat flip, and then next year. I forget the pitcher's name. I can't remember for the life of me. Uh, 
all of a sudden he gets hit and it's like he wasn't even on the team when it happened yeah. <laughs> but it's the same thing i feel like it could happen where it's like you weren't even part of that situation you weren't even there it's like but it's my team this and, is and that's pride there's pride in that this right. is this is kind of what i'm hoping for you know just a grayson <laughs> allen breakaway and all of a sudden, you just see Kristen half court, <laughs> just half court, just straight chucking, just, just, just chugging, just takes him down. Oh yeah, just full body straight into the pads of the. Matt the, Eberflus is like, sir, how would you like to play the Chicago Bears? <laughs> but you know what? Like, there's also what might be at play here is the mind game element. Of mm. it. It's now if you're Grayson Allen. Oh man, where's? Now, <laughs> now he's gonna be on edge. No, let me let me tell you something because I am a Duke fan. True. Uh, there's none of that coming for Grayson Allen. <laughs> Grayson Allen don't care. He'll he's throw probably, him down. He got into fights in preseason for God's sake. He's probably looking for it. He, he loved that, and he would go. He would try to go nose to nose with Tristan Thompson <laughs> like an idiot. Oh yeah, like an idiot. But then at the same time, it's an NBA fight. Those are never. Oh, I mean, unless you're LeBron, and then you yeah. push somebody and run away. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, come and get me! And Isaiah Stewart's like, "I'm coming for you." <laughs> that was that was so great. Ever. I, I loved every on, bit on a of serious that. note, though. I mean, like for me, I, I think this is the little dip that's going to happen before everybody comes back for the Bulls. Yeah. So. That actually leads into my second question. Ooh, um, he's coming with God, questions today. I know. Right? Well, we're only doing an hour. I got to come up with more stuff. Uh, <laughs> he's um, got to come up with dialogue. <laughs> so, so the Bulls are only two and sixteen in the season against teams with a record over uh, six hundred. Do we still think that they are contenders or are they pretenders? Despite, I mean, we all know that the, that, that the injuries is a huge, huge cause because now that we see a huge dip in the Bulls' defense, and it's not. But then you got to look at the. the the Bulls' two best defenders are still out dealing with injuries. Right, still should be coming back soon in, a, in the next week or two. And I Patty hope. will. Yeah. And Patty wills. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys think? Can we? Do you guys still want to say that they're still considered pretenders? Still sitting there. They're at number three in the East right now. They're. I Sixers think they don't. Up. I don't think they drop any lower than four. Okay. I, okay. And, 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 yes, unfortunately, they are pretenders because until they show that they can stop and bead and. Giannis, yeah. Um, I, unfortunately, they're pretenders. Yeah, I'm in the same group. I, I mean, as I, I think there's a good chance they could get back. Th this is going to be the month that tells us if they're actual contenders or not. Because you're on the road a lot, you're taking on a lot of your top competition. It's time to take Milwaukee Bucks on. Like it's time to do or die in this situation. You're taking on a lot of the top playoff teams. So I think this is going to be the telling month. But as of right now, I agree. Third, fourth seed, I think they'll stay right where they're at. They're right not going to drop lower than four because yeah. the the gap between four and five is huge. Absolutely. So I think right now Philly and Miami kind of got that one two locked up. They may trade places depending on how Miami. I, I still, I'm off telling, or not. yeah, I'm I'm still not convinced on Miami. It's if it was a if it was a bubble yeah. year, I'd say you they're going what? to the championship. Miami's <laughs> getting uh, Oladipo back on Monday. That's true. So. That oh. that could change. Some I want to see how that, that would, yeah. before I say anything on Miami. For the Bulls, I agree with you. I don't think they're going lower than five. I think five right now in the loss column. They're like 37, 38 losses yeah. over there. Mm -hmm. So it, it would take a massive slide for the Bulls to get anywhere near like that. the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would, I would be, I'd be disappointed. And happened. we don't have that kind of crazy on the team. See, so. Seeing Milwaukee tonight mm -hmm. and then Philly on Monday. Yeah. 
Yeah, they have a. I think Cleveland's next week too. Are they? they yeah, are. They, yeah. I, I think. I think Cleveland. when I was when I was prepping and when we had a crazy Monday, so we didn't go Monday. Uh, I I wanted to say seven of the next ten are on the road. So they have Milwaukee tonight, and then Philly, Detroit, Cleveland, Sacramento, Utah, Phoenix, Toronto, back at Milwaukee. So they have one of the toughest that's schedules, horrible. remaining schedules. Yeah, that's they're, a, they're considered the second toughest schedule. Yeah, Milwaukee is considered the first. And it's just funny because both teams make each other's schedules the number one, number two hardest schedule of them all. So yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what makes it insane. What, what they need is one of these next two. They they have to get one over Philly or Milwaukee. Absolutely, Detroit. I feel pretty good saying they'll get that one. <laughs> yeah. God help good, us if they but don't. But he shoots too much. He has to. I know, but still, <laughs> the biggest he shoots thing, too much. The fact that the Bulls have not won a game against Philly this year at yeah. all. So, I mean, that's the MB. toughest thing. That's all that's, you that's have all to is. say. And Just now with the addition, the addition yeah. of James that's Harden. That's and now you really got Harden? Yeah. Like, that's just going to make it more a, tough. Everybody was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's he played pretty it's, damn well. I, it's I, pretty. Called, I said this was magical. I said you're replacing it's, it's one pretty. dude that plays with the other dude who doesn't play, and now it's uh, I'm not, I'm I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> oh, can I can I just say I love the fact that Harden went in at halftime and just berated the rookie. Yo, Dylan, you're not playing. All right, cool. 21 points later. Hey, we got a giant win now. <laughs> he went that in was... and goes, is anybody but me and Embiid going to play tonight? And, like, <laughs> just straight put everybody on blast during halftime. And then the rookie, Mosley? No, Dylan Maxey. He's Maxie, not, Maxie. not a rookie. First, or, uh, second year second in year. or so. Oh but God. I still. <laughs> it comes out and just pours in 21. <laughs> oh, you want to talk stuff? I messaged X-Bomb. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <laughs> but right the, now, the Embiid Harden thing is like, it, it's shaky ground <laughs> to me. Yeah. But right now, I, I would consider uh, the Bulls, content, or not contenders, pretenders as of now, just because we, we got to see them, what they're going to be back with uh, all right. these additions that are out with injuries right now. So. And this is going to be a tough schedule. So, I mean, this really is going to have to show where they can stand in these Eastern standings. You ready for another great transition? Let's do it. Hey, BMAC, you got a You Killing Me Smalls? Yes, I do. Sweet! There you go! <laughs> All You're right. staying for another segment, bro! <laughs> well, then there you go. It is time for the best 15 minutes of chaos, and we usually have on Fridays, but still, or on Wednesday, Mondays. Good night. It is I, Friday, dude. Get your head Welcome out to of the, the week, closet. Folks. <laughs> caffeine, 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 <laughs> caffeine. <laughs> that we usually have on Mondays, but we're still going to do it on this lovely Friday. It is time for your Killing Me Smalls, that time of the day where we can unleash our frustration or even something we found that needed to be shared in the past week of sports. And there's always plenty of things to rant about for all of you to share with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1 and on our me- email at blowtwhistleradio at gmail.com. So stay here for the wonderful chaos on Blow the Whistle on sportstownchicago.com. That's right. It's time for the greatest segment of all of radio, not just sports radio, just radio in general. Sorry about that, folks. Ah, it's okay. Rookies. (laughs) Rookies. (laughs) It is time for the greatest segment of them all. You're killing me, Smalls. He was taking a siesta. (laughs) He's taking a siesta. (laughs) I just, my eyes were just, they had to talk real quick, so that's all. (laughs) Hey, it's okay. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. We're excited for the weekend. We can still use it as an excuse. Oh, absolutely. 
I'm going to have B-Mac start us off today since he was a surprise guest this morning, right? Yeah, morning in the morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's still morning. B-Mac, what do you got? Okay, so I'm going to start off in the NBA since I'm a basketball guy. Love and it. And on Sunday, there was a game between the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz. I don't know if you guys saw it. I might have clipped the highlight. I might have seen the highlights. It comes down to the wire. There's about 29 seconds left in the game. Utah is up by three. I know exactly where he's going. Donovan Mitchell takes the ball off court. Not bad, right? Best player's got the ball. Until he dribbles the clock all the way down to about three seconds on the shot clock. That's about eight seconds left in game clock. Mm -hmm. You would think he'd drive the basket or do something smart like that. Nope. I'm going to pull up from three from about five feet behind the three-point line with three guys on me. <laughs> he bricks it. But that's not even the best part. The best part is that Phoenix gets the rebound, and they have a timeout left. You would think they take that timeout. Nope, not going to do that. We're going to go with it. Jay Crowder proceeds to throw the ball out of bounds. I don't even know who he was throwing to. I guess he saw somebody he knew in the crowd. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> Bottom line, Utah wins this game, 118-114. So I want to throw that out to Donovan Mitchell for taking the three-point shot. Utah Jazz coach Quinn Snyder for not drawing up anything better for Donovan Mitchell to do. <coughs> Phoenix Suns coach Monty Brown for not taking the timeout, mm -hmm. and Jay Crowder for throwing the ball away. So to all of them, all of those guys. You're killing me, Smalls. That is great. How the I hell? Like that. All right, that was good. That, that, that was a good one. I, I yeah, did like, see that, that whole that little is, conundrum. Yeah. It is a circus, an absolute wonderful circus. Oh yeah, it's beauty. horrible. Yeah, absolutely. horrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Just terrible. 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 David, what you got, man? All right, so I've changed mine like 20 million times. <laughs> but this one goes out to the NFL Combine and the ridiculousness of measuring hands. <laughs> <laughs> we all get it. Small hands, can't hold the ball, blah, 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 blah. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, uh, uh, Andrew, who had the smallest hand measurement last year or when he was a, uh, in, at the Combine I believe that was Joe Burrow. Hey, where was he this year? Uh, I think that something called the Super Bowl. Yeah, Shut your so. freaking mouths, NFL <laughs> Combine. Just because a guy has small hands doesn't mean he can't play football. Be a quarterback. For the love of all that's good in the world, Joe Burrow just led the Cincinnati Bengals. Let me repeat that. The Cincinnati Bengals who haven't been to the Super Bowl since 1989 when I was 11 and Tyler was just a twinkle in his daddy's testy. <laughs> we brought it back. <laughs> I had to. That was, that was great. <laughs> I loved that that day. So, to me, that's an absurd thing to measure. Hey, how about this? Why don't we stick to intangibles like, oh, I don't know, NFL or football IQ, uh, accuracy, um, arm strength, you know, the stuff that actually makes you a great quarterback, a leader. Um, um, let's see. What else? Oh, yeah. And just w a winner. Can I add something to yours real quick? Yeah, absolutely. ESPN literally has a 
article about NFL quarterback hand size measurements, smallest and biggest for all 32 teams. That's redunculous. Why? It doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, I'll bet you any money back in the day, Jamarcus Russell had one killer set of hands. Yeah. How'd that work out for him? Do we, do 450 know? pounds later. He in case those you, hands to pick up them donuts. In do case we know he, if his mother's a prostitute, though? That's the important <laughs> Wow. That, yes. I, I thought that was the important thing Love to be those finding out about the by the NFL. Oh, my. Yeah. Like, so just, good. So for not just measuring hands, but some of the absolute <laughs> absurd questions <laughs> that get asked to these young men during this process, like they're not under enough stress. Oh, by the way, is your mother a prostitute? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? NFL Combine and the NFL organization in itself, I give you a big old... You're killing me, Smalls. Real quick, greatest thing about this article is they literally have a section in the article, notable backups. What? <laughs> like, like wow. we're not a starter, but damn, you got some good hands. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Look at that. Look at the size of those hands. Jeez. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, I'm going to go next because I scrounged this one. Oh, my God. It just went away. Hold on. Um, <laughs> do you want me to go? I can do go ahead, Yeah, go ahead, quick. Andrew. All Stupid right. Twitter. <laughs> I think everybody knows where I'm going with this at this point in time. I go for him pretty much all the time at this point. <laughs> I to wonder Mr. who. Mr. Ben Simmons. <laughs> Yet again, he hits us with another one. If you don't know, a couple days ago or so, before yesterday, uh, talking about back soreness. He's got a sore back. We don't know how he's going to be. But it sounds like, okay, but you might be ready for game time March 10th when you go back to Philly to play the 76ers. Now, apparently, it's a back injury. A back injury, which, by the way, in fact, which has been confirmed by our boy TJ, who said that he is in a harness. I'm not joking. Like a harness that you, like, put a horse in for his back. <laughs> for I don't know what to do with this man anymore. I don't even know if this is real with this back injury stuff anymore. I can't take this seriously with this dude anymore. So much about him is just a giant question mark. You are garbage, my friend. <laughs> a loser. Seriously. Just play the game. I, I, I truly believe he just bought this thing as just like, I, I don't know what else to do. I don't want to go back to Philly. I don't want to do it. They're mean to me. They yell at me. They call me names. They're going to call you names no matter what. So to Brent Simmons for apparently having so much of an ego, it crushed your back. For having so much, for having the biggest inflated head in the world that is clearly hurting everything in your body, I give you a big old. You're killing me, Smalls. I, I, I don't. I, I'm gonna keep ripping on him. I just, I've, I fully accepted it. Box me, dude. And, Let's do this. Andrew has very strong hate feelings towards. <laughs> not hate, but uh, not hate. Not hate. I just picture him seeing that Dave Chappelle scene. <laughs> Doctor say I need a backyotomy. <laughs> yes. That's it. A back yes. injury. Yes. <laughs> oh, please somebody find that for us. I can put that out there. Um, uh, gotta put that on Twitter now. <laughs> all right. So good. <laughs> well, it's all right. I'm going towards someone that I have the same feelings towards as Andrew has towards <laughs> Ben Simmons. Um, guys, the gecko <laughs> came out. <laughs> As you guys have probably heard from the old, uh, our, our older show from before, I referred as Jackson Mahomes 
as the Geico version of Patrick Mahomes. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And oh boy, oh boy, is this going to start some controversy. Patrick Mahomes, John Jackson Mahomes comes out on his Instagram story, it looks like. A little sad selfie of him in some, I don't know, he looks like he's outside or something. Yeah. He goes, I hate media slash news. It's destroying my life. <laughs> Are you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're upset that everyone's bullying you because you're being an absolute moron on media? You are the most annoying person to ever come out on any uh, family member on in the NFL. Yeah. You're coming out doing stupid stuff. These damn TikTok dances to get yourself a name because... Your brother's taking all the damn cr uh, credit because, oh, I'm sorry. He's actually brought it himself to a Super Bowl, what, a couple times, I think? Yeah, yeah. And, and he's been in the league has. for, what, three, Two. going on his fourth years? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think in a way he deserves to, you know, get some credit, get some publicity. I would say so. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sorry. I mean, there's a lot of people that are making a living off TikTok, but, I mean, you're just always going to be known as the backup to your brother. I don't yeah. care. And the fact that your brother wants you to not come into Arrowhead <laughs> because of these damn TikTok dances, he's uh, this is just, ah, dude, for being an you being an absolute ass saying that the media is changing, uh, destroying your life. You made a video posting, dancing on Sean Taylor's number yeah. when they were retiring mm -hmm. his number and just being an absolute moron just dancing with him. <laughs> Poor Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, his <laughs> wife, too. Good Lord. I really hope their kid doesn't become like this. This is going to be. Oh, we can only Did you pray. see him sitting with her on the sideline? He's just like, oh, I'm so over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, so what game? Well, they were at, uh, what game were they at? Um, was it, was it uh, uh, they, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah Texas A&M yeah. game. Yes. And uh, that that was just... He oh. told her to quit using the resting bee face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she turned to her friend and he goes, she go, you could just see the look on her face. He just told me to not have a resting bee face. <laughs> In his head, he's going, Russell Wilson had the right idea. <laughs> so, right. so, to Jackson Gecko Mahomes, I give you a big old... <laughs> there it is! We're bringing them all back, baby! <laughs> oh, man. I give you, sir, a big old... You're killing me, Smalls! Just up, absolutely ridiculous. That was... Such a little snot. I want to... Stupid gecko. I hope he gets one a football in the face at some point. The whole uh, wow. Marsha Brady, whatever it is, broke my nose. Thing. Oh, you know He's, what uh, would be great? A little Varsity Blues action. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes. Somebody sees Jackson Mahomes on the sideline and just goes, I got to throw this ball out, out of bounds. <laughs> He's going to say... Order. <laughs> Or like Patrick the longest yards on Wish, and you get Pat Jackson instead. <laughs> <laughs> or I love that. Oh, oh would be great. even better is if that Varsity Blues incident happens, and he's trying to do a TikTok at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic. He'd still post it. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that unfortunately wraps up our "You're Killing Me" smalls for the week. But guys, Kyrie Irving can come back to Barclays. As a fan, stay locked in to know what we're talking about here on Blow the Whistle. Do you know who this is? It's Tyler. I can picture who's saying it, but I can't quite put my... Do you? Really? Wow. BMAC doesn't even know. All right. Well, I'll bring it up to you later. All right. Because <laughs> right now I can't come up with it. <laughs> I can't remember. 
I, he's a great rapper. Okay. Let's, yeah, talk, the, let's talk. Let's talk NBA. NBA. Welcome back to Blow the Whistle. Welcome back, our Under the Hood podcast listeners and our always reoccurring listeners. As you still have us here, Tyler Buterbaugh, David Dykstra, Andrew Valentin, and BMAC. BMAC's been here for the whole enchilada, basically, so that's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely, which is... It's about time. Fantastic. I know. I owed you guys. That's awesome. <laughs> We're going to make this happen more. I'm just saying yeah. that. Absolutely. You've got great insight, man. There's, there's no doubt about Thank it. Thank you. I Absolutely. It. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little more about the NBA, and as you heard in my tease, is Kyrie Irving can come back and play at home. Well, not play. He can come as a, as a fan. I, as You know what? <laughs> New York. Can, can I just say this? So This has been beaten to death. I really don't want to give Kyrie any more noise. I really don't. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I don't, don't want to give him no. any more. Any, yeah. let, let's talk about the real... Because this was going to be one of my, you're killing me. Can we please talk about the mental breakdown of LeBron James? <laughs> yeah, let's talk. <laughs> can we please? Can we please talk about LeBron James just absolutely losing his stuff? Like he's been in the league for what? Almost twenty years now. Nineteen years. Yeah. Twenty years now, yep. and he's put up with fans heckling him, ridiculing him. But now, all of a sudden. We need to have barriers between the players and the fans. They need to be soundproof so the players don't have to listen to what the fans are saying to them. Are you kidding me? Wait, did he say that? Yes! Yes. yes. Yeah. Supposedly and, he wow. said this. And, dude, come on. This is why I can never. He's got the stats, but I can never put him up there because he's such a flipping diva. Like, he's just. A, and I would have never in a million years before he went to L.A. It's gotten called new. him a diva. No, yeah. I think it's L.A. got into his head. No, uh, it's, it's not L.A.'s gotten to his head. It's guilt has gotten to his head. And when you say, hey, Rob, we need Russell Westbrook. That's what we need. Hey, Rob, forget DeMar DeRozan. Get Russ in here. See, now we this had is, a meeting. This is the thing, though. I figured LeBron James wanted to do all these moves because he's like, oh, I want, I want my buddies back. You know, like picking right. up Carmelo Anthony just to have a fun year. And Melo's having a decent year. He's not doing bad. So the thing is, why is LeBron all upset? I mean, I don't know if it's just for show. I mean, I feel like I figured he should expect that the Lakers were going to do good. Anthony Davis with all of his, like, can't freaking stay healthy. Glass bones and paper mache <laughs> muscles. Well, have you been seeing the new thing trending? Is that um, if the Lakers don't pick up uh, Anthony Davis's contract after this year, he wants to come to Chicago. I don't want him here. Goodbye. Uh, maybe like eight I, years ago, I would. I don't. But, uh, you, can right come, now. you can come home and watch the games, but you can't play. <laughs> you, can, you can sit behind Patrick yeah. Williams. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. he, he had his chance when oh, he yeah. went to L.A., but he wanted to go only to L.A. So. But see, here's, here's my thing. Never, and, and I'll be honest with you, never in a million years would I have ever thought the Lakers fans would turn on their team. Oh, I expected this to happen. And they're I fully yeah. expected it. Fully booing them. Oh, they, it's full. Yeah. The Lakers. Here's the thing about the Lakers. For anybody that doesn't know, this organization's fans are proud. They love this team. But here's the problem. LeBron's not a Laker. He plays for the Lakers. Yeah. I heard this from multiple people, right? Okay. I can understand that. That's a good Kobe, point. Kobe is a Laker. Yeah. Right. Magic is a Laker. Kareem, even even though he came from Mil with the Laker. Bucks, he yeah. is a Laker. Shaq's a Laker. Yeah, LeBron's not a Laker. Hell, Paul Gasol. Paul Gasol is a Laker. Laker. Even Lamar Odom, I would even call a Laker. You, Ron you know Artest. who gets more Laker? There you Ron go. Artest. I was just gonna say <laughs> Ron Artest. Ron Artest is a Laker. I put him. Who? 
Yeah, oh, you meta mean meta world, world peace? Meta oh, okay. <laughs> I, I got you. I remember hearing like... <laughs> it's true. I remember hearing I a love, while ago... I love the fact that the man who started the brawl to end it all in Detroit is now called Meta World, world Peace. <laughs> there was a rumor like years ago saying that he was going to change his name back to Ron Artest. I wish, I wish World Be Free and him would just get together and have yes. a podcast like World Be Peace or something like that. World Meta World Be Peace or something like that as a podcast. I think I brought it up before, but... trademark that. Yeah, they, <laughs> right. they have a, uh, a little uh, short film on Netflix. Well, it's about like an hour, hour and a half long about that whole brawl thing and yeah. it was it's fantastic the malice in the palace on netflix if you haven't checked it out fantastic great documentary it gets everybody's in deep everybody's oh, talking except for the pistons players only ben wallace talked because mm-hmm. he's the only one that i think is just not afraid to be like i don't care i don't i'm, I'm gonna say what i want because yeah. i mean quietly ben exactly is yeah. the whole reason chauncey's not gonna say anything everybody Ben Wallace is that Let's be real. Let's be real. Who's gonna get, who's gonna get up into Ben Wallace's face? I'm Honestly, not, like, even now, you've I'm seen not, him, man. Have you seen him? He's just like the jack is gray haired guy <laughs> I've ever he's, seen. He's, he's huge. He is. He is. Fold you like a pretzel, grandpa, right now. Like, so is, he is, well. is he like is he like Kofi big now? It, basically, I mean, it, he he's looks coffee like, big. He see, looks like coffee. Pull the see, because to me, that's always the best time for me. I I, the not. only reason I tune in to even remotely watch Illinois basketball is just to see the absolute discrepancy between everybody yeah. and coffee. Absolutely. <laughs> he's a grown ass man yeah. playing against boys. Yeah. He should be averaging 35 15. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, too, on the mock draft so far, Coburn is actually not even going in the first round right now. So Bulls, oh, if you want to oh, maybe oh, get your oh, could you imagine him and Io back yeah, together? I, I was just thinking saying. that the other day. I was just, I was going, that was going through my head. Or if you want to take him in the first not, round, I'm just saying. Do they have, they don't have a first, they don't have round, a first round. round. No. Uh, they do have their first round for next year and the Portland pick. So they could oh. maybe make a move. Plus, they are sitting on some first round pick acquisition. Assets that they can move Very true. in the offseason. Um, but to stay with this Lakers thing, too, I was listening to Doug Gottlieb. He said he sat down once with Kobe and actually had drinks when uh, LeBron was going to be a, uh, a Laker. And you've heard this already. But mm-hmm. uh, basically, Kobe said to Gottlieb when they were having drinks that he didn't think LeBron was going to make it in LA, L.A. And Doug Gottlieb says, well, what do you mean he's not going to make it in L.A.? And he goes, dude. If you are not a part of this organization, if you don't grow in this organization, fans can never truly accept you. When I shot those two air balls, they berated me, and then they loved me after that because I worked my butt off. LeBron is coming in as the outsider. No way it's going to work. Because L.A. fans, they're true, and they're like their thing Absolutely. is the, the Lakers. Absolutely. I mean, not to mention, half of them didn't even realize that the freaking Rams were going to the Super Bowl. I heard uh, yes. I heard a lot of the fans weren't even paying attention. They're not really Rams fans. No, they're, and, there's, like, there's, there's the true Rams fans, and then there's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. And then they follow oh, it's the game. Super Bowl. Right. I'm going to show yeah. up as a superstar. They go, they go buy a jersey. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember when LeBron signed in L.A. Mm-hmm. and a mural went up? Yep. 
with all the Lakers on it, or it might have been one with Jess LeBron in a Lakers jersey. Yeah. They defaced it. Yes, they did. Yeah. They did. <laughs> See, I remember this that. Is and this is the stuff I don't he even played a <laughs> yes. game as a Laker. Because he's not a Laker. This he is the stuff fit. I don't I, remember. I, I don't think he will ever be a Laker. No. He's so, already talking about possibly going somewhere else, well, wherever his the, son goes. Wherever, wherever Bronny it, gets drafted. Well, <laughs> so no, no, but yeah. here's the thing that I heard, which is it cracked me up so bad, is... They, like it said, like LeBron's gonna go wherever Bronny's gonna go. They pulled up uh, Bronny's stats right now. He's only averaging like nine points a game. And then they're gonna be like, "Wow, this will be interesting to see LeBron on the Shanghai Sharks." <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fifth best wow. player on one of the top teams. In well, the he was, he was, he was in a mock draft. He was like fifteen. Okay, I mean he's good. So, I don't so know where they pulled his stats just for the LeBron factor. But then that'll help his. You yeah. also think about it. LeBron will be like forty by the time. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've been saying. Out. And his decline is already here. Like nobody wants to talk about. So it, right? but, the Washington Wizards are going to get Michael Jordan two point <laughs> and Michael I'm coach the team and Michael and Jordan and Michael Jordan's son. Don't, LeBron's got to go don't play think baseball. They won't do it. Oh, I know they'll do it. <laughs> Just on the ticket sales. They hire they for the love of all that's good in the world, they hired like Kevin Durant's best friend as head coach to try and get him to sign with Washington. And he goes, No, no, <laughs> not they, happening. Yeah, they just traded they for the tallest thing in Washington, DC right now, and Christoph's <laughs> Porzingis. So Yeah. But I think also what you have to take into account with the Laker LeBron thing is he was making inroads with a championship, but now Lake. It's what have you done for me lately? Oh, for sure. Right. Lately, all they have to show is they can't beat the Clippers. He's traded away. You see what Caruso's doing here, mm-hmm. what Ball's doing here. Yep. Ingram is doing well in uh, New Orleans. So as a Laker fan, they're seeing that, and then they're seeing that trash that they got to watch every yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. So whatever yeah. goodwill that championship brought up for them. Right. And as a Lakers, right back down if, if I was a Lakers fan, I would have been totally upset with um, what they did. I mean, because LeBron, it, the th- that's the thing. It's like LeBron comes into a team. He's like, all right, I'm running the show. I'm picking who I want. Yeah. And he gets all these old, I mean, I wouldn't say washed up, but they're on the decline. They're past their prime. Exactly. And it's like, well, what did you expect? I knew they weren't going to be good. It's all it's all about the name. Like, having, like it sounds cool, like probably like 10 years ago, yeah. you have Westbrook, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony Davis. It's like that sounds great and all, but like right, right now it's like was well, like uh when when they put the team together, I I can't remember if I tweeted it or not, but I was it was like, all right, the Lakers are ready to win the twenty eleven NBA championship yeah, right exactly. now because that's what that team is built for. Absolutely. This was 2011, they'd be a dynasty right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, the problem with this team is that when they won that championship, obviously they got a three-month vacation, and they were built for defense. So they were stopping dudes. They were getting the points. And, look, they went up against a tired Portland team, a busted Houston team with only James Harden, a very young Denver Nuggets team, and then a very exhausted Miami Heat team. That's how they won a don't, championship. Don't it's, forget injured and busted Denver and Miami. Yeah, yes, because absolutely. they were both dealing with injuries. It was, well. Absolutely. So when now all of a sudden you change everything, is it on LeBron for all these guys he's been asking for in this case? It's like a third of his fault. I still, I, and again, you heard this yourself. I put the other third of the blame on Rob Polinka for not putting his foot down sooner than the trade deadline because they wanted to trade Westbrook and a first round pick for John Wall. Yeah. Some upgrade, I guess. And <laughs> <laughs> don't see that. Dude hasn't played all year. But yeah, upgrade. Sure, why not? Okay. One pass is right. point guard. Exactly. There was even a rumor about Lillard, too. <laughs> yeah. And then, I'm like, 
and then the other part of it is Jeannie Buss. You're the owner. Like, have a have his say in your team. Like, your father wouldn't. I'm and, and I know it's not fair to do that, but let's be honest. Doctor Buss would never have put up with this kind of stuff. I know he gave a lot of leeway for Magic, but Magic was grown into the Lakers. He was the Lakers. Like that. I understand a little bit more than outsider comes in, destroys everything, wants it his way, and you don't want to like bend, you just want to bend to his will. I have a problem with that. I think a lot of people have a problem with that. Did you see? Uh, I was just reading something the other day that said that Cheney Buss actually talked to LeBron about yes, this whole yeah. behavior. I think uh, it was Bill Simmons. Yes, I think, Bill Simmons had, had the report. Yeah. So, and usually. With LeBron, that's where things go left. That's right. what happened the first time in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. If you remember, uh, Woj had a report way back yep. then that they finally said no to him because he wanted all his buddies to have access to the facilities. Yeah. He wanted them to do this. They said no, so he ran to Miami. Right. Pat Riley and Mickey Harrison, they did the same thing down there. They said no to him, and then he bolted back to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a pattern. Absolutely, yeah. All right. Well, boys, that unfortunately wraps up our show for today on a Friday. Still turned out to be a great show because we always show up and do great. (laughs) (laughs) That's not ego at all. Hey, we are fantastic. We already call ourselves. We we are the greatest of all time. (laughs) We only call ourselves the greatest sports talk show in the world. Best in the nation. Pass it over our head because we're supposed to be a great safety. (laughs) We are not terrible. (laughs) We're not terrible. But thank you, everyone, on our Under the Hood podcast listeners, our recurring listeners, to tuning into our show and continue to listen to us. And we'll be back here on our usual Monday from the 2 to 4 time, as always. I'm Tyler. First off, thank you, BMAC. Thanks, BMAC. Yeah, it was, was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we can Good have you, you pop in uh, a little more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, coming on Monday. <laughs> no pressure <laughs> But as always I'm Tyler Buterball David Dykstra Andrew Valentin King B-Mac Yes And we'll be Our pretty faces Will still be here Monday 2 o'clock sharp Have a wonderful Wonderful weekend everyone This is your home For sports Red Sportstownchicago.com Take that exit And get to the Southern Cafe Home of the Nasty Biscuit On Rose